Hey guys, this is Decade Later. This is a very special episode. Uh, I don't have a guest this time. This is me speaking from my experience. It's a little bit related to the current events that are going on uh, in the U.S. with the migrant caravan, the migrant populations, and the debate about the 14th Amendment and what that means. Uh, This is not meant to be a political statement, but this is a personal statement from my experience and what I, what actually drove me to entrepreneurship, which was my migrant uh, experience or immigrant experience, if you wish to call it that, Uh, and also a reflection on my heritage and when my family came to the States and what they had to do. So um, sit back, enjoy, and happy Halloween. Hey guys, this is Anthony, aka Decade Later, and I don't like doing political posts. Uh, as you know, it's kind of been more about sales and poems and that type of aspect. But uh, if anybody has been listening to the news or seen the news about the migrant caravan, uh, definitely don't turn this into a tour for, but uh, I, for the seven, past seven years, have done the opposite of these people. I left the U.S. and I went to Latin America, and I know very much firsthand the immigrant mentality, the way of moving to a new country, a new culture, having a certain skill set that you think that you have and wanting other people to notice it. And whether it's language issues, whether it's your visa or your status, uh, getting paid what you used to get paid, a lot of people go to the U.S. from here, especially in Colombia, and go to the U.S. and they'll come back and they'll say, I couldn't, I can't handle it. Uh, the, the culture was different, the language, I couldn't work in what I used to work in. And this is something that a lot of people don't understand and don't really respect because their families have been in a country for so long. They have their network, they have their foundations and everything set. Uh, and as of, sorry about that, uh, as of earlier this month, Actually, on the 3rd, I arrived in Bogota seven years ago, and it's taken me a long, long time to get back to where I needed to be, where I was, but it also uh, helped me learn to reach out, how to use the skills I had, how to learn new skills, how to reach out to those that I never knew in my old home but could help me uh and this is something that everybody keeps talking about uh of the u.s being the land of immigrants and the immigrant mentality and it was about six generations that my family had been in the states and i kind of rode on the backs of that i didn't have to struggle with learning a language i didn't have to struggle with learning how to work in these areas uh, I just did things I just did it I just applied and people were like okay cool and it was something that a few months ago I was trying to go back to the states 
and I'm an American citizen. I speak native English, and I have an MBA, and I have all this experience, and I had even my consultancy I was going to kind of turn my back on to go back home. And because I wasn't there, a lot of people were like, oh, thanks, but no thanks. And this is something that even in the consulting world, I've really seen a lot of, and anybody going into entrepreneurship, this is why a lot of immigrants go into entrepreneurial ventures, is because they can't get a break in the working world. They have to reinvent themselves. They have to say, you know what, maybe I don't have the best language abilities. Maybe I don't have the network that most people have, but... What I do have is I have a passion, I have a tenacity, and I have a mentality that I have to survive. I have to do something. And this comes up a lot where people will say things like, oh, the migrants, they, they're just going to take lower level jobs or they have to be here because they're going to... No, these people are doctors, are lawyers, are teachers, are... They could maybe... Maybe they are bricklayers or farm workers where they come from, but a lot of them are very talented individuals. And because of different factors, they can't work in that. So to say that that's all you can do, it's, it's kind of bullshit, really. It's, it's like when Americans come down here, and a lot of people just think, oh, well, you just teach English. No, they, they, a lot of these people are a lot more qualified than that. They have a lot more, a lot better skills than just teaching. And I'm not saying to be teaching is a bad thing. But when you're making sometimes $5 an hour living here and teaching, it's not going to cut it. It's not going to pay the bills. It's not going to help you. And it's something that's really been humbling. It's taught me a lot about what I'm doing and where I'm going in my career. And it really opened my eyes more than it ever was to the struggles of first-generation immigrants. And unlike a lot of immigrants, I was very lucky to have a partner, my wife. Uh, next month, it'll be seven years together. Uh, she's put up with a lot of that shit. She's put up with a, having a partner who had to find themselves, who decided I'm not going to work in an office. I'm going to reinvent myself. I'm going to build a business. And I am building a business with that. And she has been really my rock. But a lot of people, when they go someplace, and you'll see this in a lot of immigrant populations, they will go and they're the only one of the family. Uh, a lot of Venezuelans who are coming into Colombia are doing the same. Uh, they may come with their family, they may not, and they still support their families back home. They still uphold their responsibilities. They don't necessarily just run away from what they left, and in a lot of ways, they want to go back home. And at least for me, I would love to, and I still do visit when I can, uh, but especially with the way that and let me put it this way there, there's going to be good and bad people with every migrant population there's a lot of bad Americans down here uh, there's a lot of bad Venezuelans who come over to Colombia 
there's also a lot of really good people, a lot of people who are really just working hard and just trying to make a living, and other people who are chasing their dreams. And you got to take the good with the bad, and you got to figure out how to filter it. And uh, having a large mass of people going to you, that's a sign of how good things are and how much of a dream it is. And especially being an Italian-American, I know this much more than anybody else. Uh, my family, for many, many generations, had horrible, nasty things said to us. And now, because we look more assimilated, we are more assimilated, we speak the language, people think that we need to... We're Americans now, and we need to block off the immigrants. But there was a time when we were the ones coming on the boat. We had to become the... The entrepreneurs. We had to open up all these stores because we couldn't do anything else. And that is the immigrant mentality, and that is exactly what people need to understand and to have. Whether you are a native, whether you're not a native, is that just like you need to be given a chance, and you need to push yourself, and you need to work your fucking ass off, and you really need to work hard just as if you have to survive by that and many of you do I know a lot of people in the states are still doing it it's something that you have to remember that there's other people there and other people are trying to struggle and work hard too and it shouldn't be my people versus those people it should be people and who's good enough and if you see somebody who's good enough, give them a chance. Just like you would want to be given a chance when you go for a job or you go to sell. You obviously have to respect the other person. You have to uh, find the right person. You have to know how to reach them and how to speak to them. And you have to really sell yourself and sell what you're doing. But you also have to listen. You have to give other people chances and you got to really... Embrace that in mentality. So, to kind of give a different perspective on what it means to be an immigrant from an immigrant, <laughs> this is Decade Later signing off, and this is Sales and Stanzas. Castles in the sky, a nation built on blood and symbols of freedom, washing away every few days the oil and grit, but crimes of the past will always remain. <laughs> different levels implemented to make it equal. In reality, ensure those unwanted stay put. Secure the future for those who live in the castles in the sky. Chosen by the kingmakers, the powerful alumni remain. Different flags, they represent their bank accounts, and they support their friends and interests. Centralized power ensures that reforms do the opposite, but the illusion of change remains. Words are just that, whether on paper, on the television, or in the street. We only rise up when a, we are at a boiling point, then reduce to a simmer as we're thrown bones, changing only when it's convenient. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Sales and Stanzas. Uh, we are brought to you by Wax Up Candles. Wax Up Candles you can be found on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, they are on my profile under decade underscore later. 
and they are a personal friend of mine run by a new entrepreneur to the scene, Catalina Perez, handmade custom candles for any type of current occasion, uh, especially Halloween. She has an amazing assortment of them. She'll have Christmas candles and just everyday candles to fit your style. Uh, that's Wax Up Candles and also by Speculo Language Company. They're one of my favorite clients I've worked with, a group of young entrepreneurs. Uh, they are members of the LGBT community, but they do not just serve the LGBT community. They really are have a passion for education and they have taken the rule book and the curriculum and thrown it out the window. They have experienced teachers who are really experienced and <laughs> They also have a style to it which is fit to your needs. They understand how you learn, what you want to learn, where do you want to go. It's very similar to the style of my consultancy because not all sizes fit one type of person and it's always, always, always important to know who you're working with to know where you need to get them. And this is one of my favorite clients I've ever worked with. I know I've said that, but a really big passion of mine working with them. Uh, they are running a few holiday specials. So you can find them at Speculo Lang, L-A-N-G, on Instagram or through my uh, posts. You'll be able to see them. And I'll get you in touch with the team and get you a special discount for your company or individual classes. Thank you once again for listening to Sales and Stanzas. This is Decade Later, signing off.